0: Jalen Williams goes down versus Kentucky. Everybody's heart skips a beat, but he's not going to have to have surgery, but there is going to be some time missed. We're going to talk about just what that may look like for Auburn in their regular season and their postseason, with or without Jalen and what the timeline may look like. That is what we're talking about on today's episode of the Auburn Daily Show. Thank you everybody for tuning in and listening. We are back with Andrew, sadly not in person like we were. I miss being with you inside the arena, outside the arena. It's just – it's a chemistry that uh, was unmatched by anything else that the show's done. So, Mm -hmm. it's good. Uh, It's all the same. It's good to be back recording. Obviously, we were there in person. It was a tough matchup. Auburn lost the game, yes, but for any amount of time, Auburn lost Jalen Williams. And that's definitely going to be our – and that stinks. I mean, all-time winningest player at Auburn. I mean, this dude has given it all for Auburn. You hate to see anybody, anybody go down like that, whether it be missing a game or missing any sort of substantial amount of time.
1: Yeah, it was one of those injuries. um, You know, your your season flashed before your eyes. So after the game, when you and I um, recorded that show on the floor, I was, like, I mean, I I thought the the season was over. I mean, really, like, I mean, without Jalen, the way the guards have been playing, I thought the season was over. But I mean, it sounds like... We've gotten the positive report. Um, so, I mean, you want me to share what we have? Want me to share that? Yeah, let's give it. Let's
0: give an update. So, just as a caveat, this episode should be released Friday, the twenty third. We're recording fairly early in the day, Thursday, the twenty second. So, if mm-hmm. there's any updates, I called the internet to make sure I wasn't missing anything. There was nothing that we had so far. So, obviously, with this stuff, it can change day to day. We just want to have that caveat here because. If we say anything that's not as up-to-date, well, as we're recording, it was. So just bear with us. Yeah. But as we sit right now, what are we looking at, Andrew?
1: So this was um, – Lindsey Crosby wrote this at AuburnDaily.com. So he says um, – and it was a, a you know a report from Auburn like a, a via email. It says, after the MRI, the team confirmed the injury was non-season ending, indicating that surgery was not needed and he should be able to return sometime between now and the end of the season. So – you know, it's one of those now and the end of the season. Well, if he returns at the end of the season, that doesn't help all that much. Um, and everything that we discuss about this situation, about Jalen and this injury, is all is all going to be speculation. That little paragraph I just read is all we know. That is the only thing we know. So, um, you know, it's um, it's a conversation that still needs to be. It, we're going to discuss what's this going to look like. What's this going to, what do we do without him, Stuff like that. But we don't know when he'll be back. That is all we know, but it sounds like hopefully to me, he'll be back for the month of March, which is what is, it should excite fans.
0: Right. And that seems to be kind of the synopsis there. So just to remind everybody, it was a bye week for Auburn. So that was very fortunate. They needed to, re- and Bruce said this, and I think he even kind of saw the play. They need to rest physically. They need to rest mentally, and honestly, they need to rest emotionally, too. I mean, this is a high-flying game that, you know, it takes a toll on everybody, just the constant grind of playing basketball at this level. And Auburn just got the draw that they had one of the last bye weeks in the SEC. So they had the longest stretch out of anybody. So you kind of hope that – you sort of hope that the silver lining that situation is do they – will they be more rested to kind of close out the season? And Auburn has a very favorable coast of the runway to end the year after getting after getting through the stretch of Florida, really Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky. You got a Georgia team that you should be able to beat home and away. Obviously, it's an away game to start this Saturday, so you never know. I think Tennessee is the one. Especially without Jalen, that you circle, that you just can't necessarily. I, I don't think anybody can feel good about that one. Even with a healthy Jalen, I didn't feel good about that. And this one is just, can you just survive? You just get in and out of there and survive. I mean, it's crazy though, because I mean Tennessee has just played so, just, just the irregularities of their play has just been crazy. I mean, they almost dropped the one in Missouri. I mean, they yeah. they were a nail biter there. So who knows? Still don't feel great about it. Mississippi State at home should be able to handle business there. At Missouri, now the thing that scares me about at Missouri is they've been they've been kind of scrappy lately. But anyway, I don't want to get too far into that because that's going to be the last segment. I'm, I'm jumping out of order again. So it seems to be that the timeline here, as you said, is speculating is probably going to be around March. I would guess that they are not going to rush anything with him. Yeah, I know Bruce has been out recruiting. I know they were giving some of the guys some breaks with practice and workouts just so they could rest. And obviously Jalen not only is resting, but I'm sure he's doing tons of rehab and therapy to get whatever is wrong. And I don't even think they said specifically what happened. Hmm. Obviously it was something to do with the knee, but they didn't necessarily say was it a bruise. Was it an extension? Was it a this or that? I don't even think we have any of that. They've kept this stuff pretty close to the chest and that's, that's kind of where it lo- lays right now. So I want to before we before we get into the next question here, I just want to apologize, Andrew. You may be able to hear. It. Listeners can hear. It. My my voice is a little nasally today. Do I sound a little not the best?
1: It's okay I mean, to say it. I. It's one of the I never noticed, but I mean, sure. I mean, you sound like crap, and I'm and I'm sick and tired of it. I mean, yeah. I just want to. Yeah, I want to crawl through this camera. I do.
0: Time. I do sound rough, and why I sound <laughs> rough is because I've not had my plane's coffee today. uh Oh. If I had my Plains Coffee, people might comment, I didn't know you had Morgan Freeman hosting the show (laughs) because my voice would sound that good. And uh, yeah, I I can only blame myself for the shortcoming. I will apologize to the listeners. But uh, if you want to sound, if you want to wake up every morning and be Morgan Freeman and sound like Morgan Mm -hmm. Freeman, right there, you see this, PlainsCoffee.com. There's a coupon code there, Auburn. Just put that in at checkout for ten percent off. The good news is it doesn't matter if you you could just say you know what I'm rich I'm not putting the coupon code in. You get free shipping anyway, so that's always cool. Don't even have to have any sort of deals for free shipping. You get it. Not only that, you're getting the freshest coffee, which I need right now. Bad. I need that fresh coffee. Freshly ground. I mean, the day before you ship. The day before it ships at the latest. That stuff's getting ground. Package getting sent to you. Rather be at home work your doorstep your mailbox wherever go get it tons of flavors and if coffee's not your thing they've got lots of great high quality teas as well so get be a tea drinker you want to be southern you know what just put a pound of sugar in there mix it up plainscoffee.com want to thank them as always for sponsoring the show and apologize not only them not only the listeners but myself because let me tell you today i need some plains coffee and hopefully as the guys are resting the team that they're drinking some plains coffee because you know what i mean it's it's a good way to start your day. So let's uh, let's talk about this outlook with, with Jalen here. What do you think his – who do, who steps up here? Who, who's got to look in the mirror? And let's just say for conversation's sake, Jalen will not be back for the regular season. We obviously yeah. don't know. But just to give us some ground to work with here, let's just say, hey, you know what, we're not going to rush him back into it. We should be able to handle these games. Because he's not going to be back for Tennessee, unlikely. I, I don't see it happening. Anything's possible. Yeah. So that would be the game you need the most. That's going to be your most hostile away environment. Yeah. Your best team left on the schedule. Tennessee's still ranked number five, I believe mm-hmm. in AP. Yeah. You, I just, you don't want to do that. I mean, it's one of those deals where would we risk aggravating this thing or. It's, it's a at this point, Auburn's locked in the postseason, So it's not like yeah. Auburn's not like Auburn's a bubble team here. They're good. So it's just like, hey. Let's play for what really counts. Here's the deal about it Auburn could lose every single regular season game. You go to the final four, no one's thinking, no one, no one no, thinks about
1: that. No one cares. And that's no. what's
0: important here. And Bruce knows that. <laughs> yeah. Bruce no, talked
1: about that since December. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, if you want to mix, do you want to mix this in with the talk of the last five games as well and then save the postseason outlook for last? Because I wouldn't mind mixing that in at some point
0: yeah you know um, i think here's what i think we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do a topic medley because yeah. uh, the what is what is on the far side of the screen i'm pointing the wrong way there This over here by you yeah somewhere that's just gonna be some guidelines i think we're gonna have to just mix it all up today i think we're just gonna have to do a topic medley yeah. so yeah just yeah let's just dive right into it and just kind of let people know you know if that stuff over there's <laughs> We're just, we're just hitting it all at the same time.
1: We are, yeah. So yeah. The, and the reason I ask that is I, I do want to talk about these last five games. I think that worst-case scenario, with no Jalen in these five games, you go three and two. I, I mean, and I, I think that the game that will decide it is – um I think Georgia on the road is the toughest one. I, I think Missouri – Mississippi State at home, Georgia at home, not worried in all honesty. Missouri on the road, not worried. I just – they're bad. I mean, I don't, um, and yeah, I don't, I
0: hope that's not a trap game in the sense of, it's just like, they've got nothing to play for. It's either they're going to just kind of keel over or it's going to be like, they are, you know, it's a, it's a wild animal pushed into a corner that's on its last, you know, this is kind of, I'm, I'm I'm making this up like it's some planet earth, like epic here, but it's on its last breath and it's going to go out fighting and like, Will that be Missouri for the second to last game of the year? I hope not.
1: I just but think.
0: We'll, so let me see if that's their last home game. Give me just a second to check that. But go ahead.
1: I, just in my opinion, I think they're going to be ready to go home and be done with this. It's their last home game. I just think they're going to be ready to be to go home and be done with this. You think those dudes like, yeah, let's let's play off. I mean, I I just don't. No one cares anymore. I think they're ready for this to be done and restart. And they haven't I, won an
0: SEC game this season.
1: Yeah, which now, I, I, mean, I can
0: I can't remember the last team that's the
1: the trap bad. Game, the trap game narrative is going to be there. I just don't care. I've watched Missouri play four or five. They're just so bad. But you it's know, also on
0: a it's also on a Tuesday at eight p.m. Let me just add that as well.
1: So it, it has trap game written word word by word all over it.
0: But mm-hmm. how how raucous is that home crowd going to be? It's it, it won't be.
1: It won't. Like be. Like it's going to be one of those things where do you not show up because the fans aren't there? You know what I mean? Here's here's a good
0: one. ESPN's uh, ticket link has tickets as low as
1: $2. (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
0: That that may tell us what we need to know.
1: I think – so So to answer your question about who's going to step up, and and I'm going to answer it it, with a couple things here. So to me – and i got to give credit to my dad for this. My dad said this. But it's a great point, but it's Chaney Johnson. I think Chaney's done some good things lately. Um, he's also done some things where you go eh lately. But he's had flashes. You know, I think in that Florida game where we got you know steamrolled a little bit, he he had some he looked good. Um the two the two threes against Kentucky, I know made everybody mad, rightfully so. <clears throat> but I think this gives Cheney an opportunity to step up. I think some some folks would be quick to say Chris Moore, maybe. But I think is gonna be the guy that's gonna you know play. and the reason that I'm happy, I think at Georgia is the toughest of the remaining games that's not Tennessee. Oh, if I don't you take
0: care of business at Georgia you feel if you beat Georgia by eight plus points on the road, shoot I'll even say six plus points. I don't like, care if you win you the feel game. pretty good.
1: I don't yeah. care if you this is one of those just win the I don't care. I don't care if you win it three to two win the game zero to one win the game. I mean seriously like win this game. Because I don't think you lose the last three. Now listen, I, I don't. Auburn's not going to beat Tennessee in Knoxville. I I mean, crazier things have happened, yes, of course, but I just don't foresee that happening. I just don't. So I think you're going to see. I think, and the good news is Georgia doesn't really have tape of Auburn without Jalen to be like, okay,
0: well here we go. Let's.
1: I mean, the other teams will.
0: They got to buy one here. Yeah, because we don't know what the starting lineup is going to look like exactly. whatsoever,
1: and, and so I, I want <clears>
0: to <throat> go ahead. I was my. Throat.
1: I was going to say I think that benefits Auburn in the fact that they can't prepare for no Jalen. You know, right. they're going to have to business business as usual. Um, obviously, they're going to. I mean, they're going to know that Jalen's not playing, but I'm saying they won't be able to have tape. Like, okay, here's what they they run with no Jalen Williams. I think that benefits Auburn because if they beat Georgia. I think they finished this stretch four and one, which in all honesty is what they would have done without them. And then you get that player back, hopefully for the SEC tournament. We'll talk about that in a minute. Hopefully, you know, a, a run in March. But I mean, here's the deal. If Auburn goes three and two, the world's going to keep spinning. You know, what, so yeah. what are what, what are we right now? And nine and four. If you go 12 and six in SEC play, you know, you'll, you'll I'll take that. I mean, in all honesty, because I think that Auburn got the, and I think that with Jalen, you go four and one. So you say, well, Jalen cost us one here, 12 and six. I'd rather be 13 and five, but at the end of the day, you're not going to win the SEC regular season title. So I don't care about that. I care about what happens in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, Um,
0: that's, I mean, after, after this loss to Kentucky, that pretty much unfortunately is out of the mix, unless just chaos happened or you split it. Don't think that's going to happen now. If Alabama had dropped to Florida last night, like they sure, they really wanted to.
1: They all, yeah,
0: yeah, they just almost had it. So it is what it is. But I mean, the thing is, is you can still, like I said, the postseason. That's where it's important. You can still possibly get get a little frisky in the tournament. But I, I will just say this now: if Auburn goes, if Auburn goes one and four, or sorry, oh, that would be real bad. They go, they go four and one. We're feeling okay with that? We're feeling good. That's probably yeah. the most realistic, best case scenario. Unless you're just, oh, we're, we're winning out, and it's, let's keep it grounded in some level reality here. With Jalen gone, I think that's as you said, three and two is very real. And I think if you go two and three or worse, then you've got a real problem, and that's where I think you start uh, ringing the ringing the siren. Now, let me say this: there, if Auburn does go two and three in this final stretch, where's the first place you're going after that? Final Georgia game,
1: um, one of the two raid rooms. Probably, yeah.
0: You're driving to Alabama and hitting one of them, up. maybe both. Like you're on your way to Auburn, just pass through Birmingham. Exactly. want to go to Auburn. Yeah, yeah.
1: Hit a little traffic. Hit the other. Get the smoke out. You know, get a little get lose the bad attitude. I'm with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. We uh we definitely missed the ad read of the century after we that did. Kentucky game live. That just want to apologize to everybody for that. Could have had a really that that pit that, that had just gone in there perfectly. So want to want to apologize to the people because i had a great bit in my head for how we're going to do that and you know but the problem is is i i didn't go to the rage room before we filmed that show so i didn't have a clear mind you know what i'm saying i still had that exactly still had everything still pent up from that but i'm still thinking about that and you know ironically it made it more kentucky losing to lsu made me want to go to rage room more because it just showed that like everyone's like oh man you know kentucky played really well no i think auburn just played really bad and kind of gave them that game now i'm gonna say this too Pablo said it. Pablo never misses, but like, why did Kentucky do that? Because that was their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when Auburn's your Super Bowl, you show out like this. But yeah, uh, let's go back to it. Uh, they did that when you go to Rage Room. If you need to go to Rage Room at any point, rather it be for a birthday party, real, so we kind of we've been angling this for like the adult side of it. For any listeners out there that have kids, they do have Splatter Room as well. Really popular for the birthday parties. If you've got any kids that are under 13, really fun. 13 and up can do the rage room. You can do a group sizes one through 12. It is a blast. This is the time of year where the weather's like it's not perfect to go outside yet, it's still kind of cold, dreary. This is a fun way to kind of mix up the not need to do something fun with friends, family, work, dates, mix up the date night, right? in the Birmingham area or the Opelika area. Check out birminghamrageroom.com on their social medias as well. You can book online there. Auburn, Opelika area, or within the you know, within a relatively close drive, check out Opelika Rage Room. Same prices at both locations, same setup. It is a blast. Tell them that the Auburn Daily Show sent you, and they will get you some extra free stuff. All right. Just, I'm going to go, because, you know, at this point, I think I might need it. But uh, that's what happened with Kentucky. That kind of rules that situation out. We kind of said if Auburn can get it right with Georgia on the road, we're feeling a lot better we kind of have to break down of what this may look like of well, you know, four and one, three and two and so on. Now we, I want to go back to what you kind of said earlier here. You said Chaney uh, Johnson's going to be the guy that's got to really step yeah. up in this place. which makes sense. He's, he's the, he's technically Jalen's backup and shout out to the Auburn daily show because we actually did a clip before the season kind of praising Chaney and he actually clipped it and put it on his Instagram. So you yeah, know, we're on that same wavelength there, but something that we kind of said back then is like, this guy has a lot of raw athleticism. Yeah. Obviously Bruce saw a lot in him and it's going to, and we even, and he knows it. Coaches know it. There was always going to be this adjustment time. Cause they, they would not have brought him to Auburn if they didn't think he could play at this level. Exactly. But going from D2 up, there takes a little bit of adjustment time. Well, he's had that whole season under his belt now. Now, Did you get to did he get to showcase it as much because of how hot Jalen's playing? No, like you're going to game plan and predicate all that stuff around Jalen. But now Chaney's gotten enough minutes, enough exposure at this level, enough experience to where, hey, man, you're in the driver's seat now. You're not riding shotgun anymore. You've got the physical ability to do this thing. You've shown flashes that you can do it. Now we just got to move those flashes consistency. And I think he can, I think it's just a matter of getting ready to step up and getting used to that adjustment period. And here's the good news of that. It's, it's kind of a win-win if Chaney can do that and fill that role fairly quickly. And let's say Jalen does come back at some relative level of how he's playing. Then Auburn is absolutely cooking. You kind of mentioned too the deal with uh CBM, Chris Moore. I mean, Chris Moore's a veteran. He's been around here. He's done a whole lot, been to, been to a lot of different positions, so I think you'll definitely see him kind of float to that four. the people who get upset about Leor's minutes, just buckle up because that's what he's here for. So you're going to see Lior probably getting a few more minutes at the three just to give some relief time. Uh, maybe you see Denver playing points. So the one downside of this is there's going to be some rotations that they're probably not going to be used to yet. So that's just going to take some adjustment, but you hope with a guy that is a veteran like Chris Moore that, He can fill that role very, very well because he's been around on this team for quite some time. And obviously, everybody's minutes are going to be going up. So Mm. that's going to be, that's probably going to be what we're going to see on the court. We don't know how it's going to look. We don't know how they're going to adjust the starters. Are they going to keep the same starters and then have, are they going to keep the same starters and then have just Chaney be one? Or are they going to put CBM starting the three and just going to have Chris Moore and Lior floating backing up the three and the four, just kind of given different game time scenarios. We don't know yet. They haven't announced any of that as of recording. And that's gonna be the interesting interesting play here is just, you know, where where does this coaching staff decide to move the pieces without Jalen in the interim? And yeah. I, I think they can handle it. I, I think this late in the season they should be ready to go, especially having this week to rest. Yeah. They got time to prepare.
1: And they've got a good schedule to handle it. I mean once again, yeah. this is this is a pretty easy Stretch the schedule aside from the Tennessee game, but once again, just having to play there, it's a tough place to win, tough place to play. I think most folks have chopped that up as a loss already. Um, yeah, and and so you know, the other thing, the only the other positive takeaway from this for me is in in March, there's always one player that you know, you need a guy that it's a cliche, but a player that maybe didn't have a huge role during the year wasn't great, step up it was during the final four run it was uh, McCormick during the um last year i mean it was Trey Donaldson i mean he he couldn't miss from 3 last year so yeah. you always need a player i can't remember if there was somebody who did that during um during like Jabari and Kessler's year but like you know they lost to Miami and the only game they won so i don't remember that but you know what i mean like someone steps up normally so Maybe this gives Chaney an opportunity to be the guy that's going to step up. Could Chris Moore give you eight points a game? You know what I mean? Like this gives some folks opportunities to show what they've got and and maybe get themselves ready with more minutes for a run in March.
0: Yeah, do you you go – do you feed it to Broom more or just knowing that everybody's going to be just homed in on on Broom, does that mean Chaney has more opportunities to do more stuff or is it a – All right, the guard's got to go just because the front court doesn't have. It's not bolstered down with this one-two punch of Broom
1: and Jalen. I I, to throw another conversation um, here is Aiden Holloway has got to get going. I mean, I I mean, there's no listen, and I I don't like to be negative, but I'm going to be negative for a minute. Not about you know Aiden Aiden, Well, I mean a little bit. He's not playing good basketball. Everybody knows that. You know, I think he knows that. But my point here is, I, I don't. If he doesn't turn it around. I don't see Auburn making a run guard plays everything we've seen Auburn's one of their best teams ever in the history of, of college basketball of of Auburn basketball with Jabari and Kessler, you know, now there, I know they ran into a bit of a gauntlet or a, you know, a buzzsaw when it came to Miami, who ran deep that year, but you know, they had a great front court, but the back court was kind of, you know, I mean, Wendell green, I was never a big Wendell green fan. Um, you know, Zep. You know, wasn't a high volume scorer as much as we love Zap. and it just you're thats what wins in March. And your guards have to be able to score. And whether yeah. that, hey, Trey's going to play thir- uh, thirty-eight minutes? Okay, fine. Like I'm cool with that. But something—you have to get something from your guards in March, or I don't think Auburn will make a deep run. When we were playing our best basketball, Aiden was giving you eight to twelve points a game. And um, Trey was distributing the ball well, taking taking and making well, open shots. Aiden
0: would also get those early three. Yeah. He, he'd just start out within the first two or three minutes of a game. He'd get one or two threes that just got your momentum rolling. And then he didn't mm-hmm. do a whole lot after that, but it just kind of helping get a nice padding of foundation, get people rolling, loosen everybody up, yeah. keep the other team honest. And it just – it flowed. And if he could just do that, like Aiden, get – two three-point buckets in the first five minutes of the game, and then maybe you can get some at the line or get a a quick transition layup later in the game or maybe even a second half three, something like that. Keep it eight or nine points and just don't be hawking up buckets in there and just focus on getting some assists and we're in, we're in good shape. Now, I do want to shout out everybody because I got the Outlive shirt on for those who can see it here. Yeah, mm-hmm. check it, check it. The new Outlive shirt. <laughs> We raised. Oh, that was crazy. That was scary. Oh, you I'm got your shirt right here. here. I was know. trying to grab
1: mine. That's what I was doing. I knocked some over when I did it. Oh,
0: it was, it was worth it to see it on here for those <laughs> listening. Just imagine how awesome the shirt looks. Exactly. But uh, we were able to raise ten thousand plus dollars for this event. We kind of plugged it on the show a few times. Andrew and I reporting live from it from our episode that we did last Friday. I want to thank everybody for helping out, donating, spreading the word, all that. Obviously, this is a great cause. The game obviously auburn did not win the game but the money they raised for cancer not just from what we did i mean we we were like a drop in the bucket like tons of other events go or tons of other things they were doing to raise money for outlive very powerful moment before the game they did a moment of silence they held up those cards that had the outlive logo and the you know basically who we fighting for deal and there were a lot of I I mean, it was thousands of those went up in the air, which just kind of goes to perspective how much that is. Bruce Pearl had multiple ones. Um, the top one, actually, I got a picture of this by complete accident. I zoomed in on it. I was like, well, that's a, that's a powerful picture. But, you know, Bruce has this very somber look on his face. He's holding his top cue card and it says, um, my father, the real BP.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously Bruce has mentioned, uh, you know, his relationship with his father and um, <clears throat> that <clears throat> excuse me battle with cancer so i want to take a moment there just to plug that and how awesome that was just to see all that to be a part of it to know that so many people were rallying to get that cause and i want to say that they are raised if they haven't already for this i guess whatever i don't know if their fiscal year around the season or whatever but i think it's over 300 thousand dollars and they distribute that to a lot of different organizations that do research and uh, outreach with cancer yeah so <clears throat> that was cool but yeah to kind of select to to get us going here we're just going to talk about the recovery time in the postseason we're just sort of speculating here. It seems to be that most of us think that they'll, <clears throat> it may not be during the regular season. Maybe if it is, it might get the, t- the next tail game or two. We don't think it's probably going to be happening. We don't know the nature of the injury. We just know he went down. And they thought, I mean, whatever this was, it was bad enough to where they thought that this was going to be something that needed surgery. It doesn't, which usually it's, and Andrew, you've played sports. You know how this goes. Usually, if you have some type of injury and it's like, oh, I'm getting an MRI because I think I need surgery, you're usually not playing the next day. No. Yeah. Like, there's usually some recovery window in there. And I think that kind of goes with everything. It's usually not like, a, oh, man, you know, I got an MRI because I thought I need surgery. But you know what? Actually, I should be good in two or three days. Like,
1: Normally, it's I should be good in two or three weeks if you got really good news. yeah, And if you do the and- math on that. <laughs> Two to three weeks. Let's say it's and once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is all speculatory talk. You know what I mean? This is but like let's say it's a um a sprain. Like you know, just throw that word out there. It's all speculatory. But I'm counting, <clears throat> assuming Auburn still is playing on Friday in the SEC tournament, you have one, almost a month. two, three, one, one, two, three. two, three, one, one, two, three. pretty much, well. This doesn't mean it's on the fifteenth, so that's three weeks. What's the math on that? Is that
0: technically it would be three? It would be three weeks almost when this episode releases. It would be three weeks exactly. From, so from, from
1: yeah, so you'd have you'd have, you'd have three,
0: three, three full weeks of recovery time. That is and that's if on Jay top went,
1: of the five days you've had. You know now.
0: Yeah, and then and then too, I mean, depending on how the seating of the SEC tournament works out, I mean, and it's still kind of iffy. Do you say you know what? In the grand scheme of things, March is, excuse me, uh, March Madness is more important. You know, do you give him a whole, do you, do you give him another week and just say, hey, we're going to run it back here? I don't know the answers. The that. only
1: pushback I'd have <clears throat> to that is I, I would want him to have the opportunity to get himself, find himself <clears throat> before winter go home for the year. Yeah. I'd and rather also, too, lose to Florida and the SEC tournament and Jalen, you know, to go home, but Jalen plays and is three for seven from the field. You know what I mean? I'd rather that. I'd rather,
0: his yeah. Get, his get back game. So, yeah, we don't know what it's going to look like, but uh, regardless whether it's shorter term or longer term, we kind of, just we've discussed who's got to step up. And it's one of those deals where, and, and, I mean, I don't want to say this at all, and they're, they're saying it feels pretty good, but let's say the recovery doesn't happen well and Jalen doesn't come back at all. Yeah. Obviously, none of us want that, including Jalen, but you can't rule out any possibility at this point, and it's going to be the same story we said. It's just those guys are going to have to step up, and then I think your outlook for what Auburn does for the rest of the year is unfortunately just much bleaker yeah. because Jalen is one of the leaders on this team. He's the second, barely the, uh, he, him and broom are splitting minutes. They're almost, they're, they're leading in minutes with, uh, 24 and change respectively. 16.1 points for broom 13 for Jalen. So, I mean, you're losing your, your second leading scorer, the only yeah. two score or one of the only two scores that's averaging double digits. CBM is barely at 9.6 behind them. So you hope they step up, but you're also looking at 4.7 rebounds, 1.9 assists, 0.8 steals, 0.5 blocks, and then uh, 58.1 from field goal, 51% free throw, 41.4, leading the team in three-point shots. That's a lot that's got to be replaced. Mm-hmm. So that's where – I mean, I think you – You hold those stats up and you look at the team, especially those guys that are going to be playing those minutes or other guys are going to supplement those guys. This is where everybody's got to step up. Like Auburn has the depth to where, yes, losing Jalen is huge, but they've got the depth. So the guys like, we are prepared to do this. We we got a deep bench here. It's just everybody's got to step up and fill those big, big shoes. And is it Mm -hmm. going to be without missing a beat? No but can they go in stride or where they should still be winning games how they were? I think if everybody can rise the occasion and they game plan it right, absolutely. At least you get through the regular season then see how things go from there. And hopefully when he's back, he can be at hundred percent. Now we're going to wrap this up. And I've said this on the show numerous times. And I will say this, and I don't know the nature of the injury. So once again, speculatory, but this will probably aggravate him in some deal. He will probably not be back to 100%. Jalen is a big fella, and he fell on that knee and twisted it or hit it, whatever happened, a combination of all of the above. I'm a big fella, too, but I'm nowhere near Jalen big fella. You know, Andrew, you're a big fella. When we fall, we hit hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And neither of us can jump as high <laughs> as Jalen can, so I'm just saying. No. Oh, yeah, you said you could dunk the other day. Maybe no. you can't.
1: I, well, I used to be able. I used to be able to kind of dunk. Not anymore. That was pounds and pounds and pounds ago, my friend. But
0: but the the moral of the story there is. Just want to kind of put this for everybody. He may be cleared to play, but he may not be back the full fashion. And obviously, you, you hope that they game and the other guys step up and they adjust that. Yeah. And with the Chris Moore injury last year, when he it, a lot of people, I think unfairly kind of go after Chris Moore a little too much. He got hurt in that Ole Miss game. Mm. He. Tweaked his shoulder really bad. Was in a lot of pain. Was out. Ended up coming back. Was playing through it. His yeah. numbers dropped pretty significantly. And I remember I was watching the March Madness game. I was in person, so I could see it. Probably didn't see this on TV, but there was a there was a scrum under the goal after a layup, and Chris went up with his arm. And I don't know if it was a twist or push or something, but it did not feel good on that shoulder. And he came down. He grabbed that and just screamed in agony. This was almost maybe two months after that old Miss injury. Yeah. That was still very much aggravating him. Now he could play through it, and his numbers went down. So I just want to kind of tell everybody, like, even if Jalen is back, and he's tough as nails, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Even with Alan Flanagan, like, it's not, if you are not playing as you were after a very, very severe injury, that can happen. So I just want to kind of let everybody know, even if Jalen is back, like, he may not be, with this short of time for recovery for the na- the possible yeah. nature of may, this injury. He may not
1: be Jalen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he still might be out there. And I think, you know, any Jalen is better than no Jalen. Don't get me wrong. But just want to kind of let everybody know, like, if he's not up there hitting these averages. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably still feeling something or he can't cut or do this, but he's going to give it his all hundred percent. And just kind of, yeah. you know, just want to temper his expectations. If he's back he may be good to play, but he may not be a hundred percent how he would have been moments before that injury. So just to kind of preface that with everybody, like we just have to set our expectations for what these, what these situations can play with us and, or what they present to us. So just don't want anybody bashing on him or oh, what's going on with him or the team or anything else. And, just uh, be there, support on him, love on him, and, uh, you know, thoughts, prayers, support for him, the team, everybody else, because, uh, yeah. man, these guys give it their freaking all, and nobody, obviously the teammates him don't want to go down like that. So, well, uh, we're going to be crossing our fingers here. We're going to be hoping for the best. We hope for not only a quick recovery for Jalen, but a, uh, a one that is free of pain and any sort of nuisance to playing, and hopefully that we get nothing but the best news moving forward. Guys, that is going to wrap us up for today's episode of the Auburn Daily Show. We are, I got an exciting season of uh, basketball, closing out. Everything's coming down to the wire. We are here. We're knocking on the door, March. So I want to thank Andrew for joining us as always. We'll have this episode out. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Like, subscribe, whether it be podcast, YouTube. Sign up for notifications. Do all the things that help support the show so, so much. Leave a comment. Add the conversation. That does as well. You can find him on social media at Andrew Stefaniak. Find me on social media at auburn memes on Twitter and Instagram. If you want some of the little bit more ridiculous content, you know how we do it on there. So, guys, thank you all for listening. We'll be back at you again next time.